0: Super GG Radio is an NPR of Illinois Community Voices podcast and brought to you by our Patreon and the Giving for Good Network. The GG Network is a platform for content creators to elevate independent artists while leveraging Patreon for charity. If you subscribe to our Patreon, you can have a say in what we make, what indie games we cover, and help spread the word. Find us at patreon.com slash Radio or givinggood.network to learn more.
1: What's good, internet? And welcome to session 141 of Super GG Radio, where friends chat about video games and all things adjacent. I am your host and Santa of the podcast, because I'm oh-so-giving, Eric Getty Gettinger. Wait, I'm not Alex. All right. Now,
2: hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Getty. You, we talked about this. No. You think just because you hosted the podcast 2.3 times... And because you have a bigger beat list than me, it's not the size, it's the games that matter. I, you think that you could just take over my podcast, you can just do whatever you want. Alec, just, uh, first off, I just want to prove that every, any idiot can host a podcast, especially this one.
3: Alec, hit it! What? Hit it. Hit what? Hit
4: who?
2: I, I, was, I was trying to unleash the Gettytron 3000. Oh, I built a podcast hosting that. robot, a robot, if you will. Once it's in it, my garage. Okay, you know what? We're gonna get it. Keep going. I, I got to work on
1: this. I'm completely confused, and I feel like we just biffed the opening. But all right. Well, anyway, I plan on giving out some games this holiday season. Considering it's December, we're gonna call it Free December. This is currently pending trademark and cannot be used outside of the Super GG Radio or Giving For Good Network banners. With me this week is another Holly Jolly guy, Alex Arona. Already proved that I'm either Holly nor Jolly.
2: At the same time I've known nothing about trademarking or copywriting. But we have
1: a lot of games that are like Good. Also I'm gonna fax you over a list of other words I'm working on copywriting, including flabtastic, shooterific, and brawl tacular. Oh, those are good words. Eh. Well, also with this is not so fat man. Not so fat man. Joel DeWitt. Ho, ho. Nope, 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 nope. You cannot do that. We absolutely cannot afford the royalties for the Santa Claus. You know how much he's going to charge us? I can barely afford to feed my child. I'm Alex in this scenario, so I can't afford to, to feed Robin, let alone the rest of the podcast. Uh, yeah, and rounding out the rest of the the crew this week uh, will be acclaimed holiday expert, Alec Parks.
3: You know, I know many things, and we can either discuss the pagan hol- origins of uh, Christmas, Eo Saturnalia, or we can discuss Krampus. You pick.
1: Uh, neither of those are ideal, um, and we should definitely forego talking about uh, Krampus, all this horror talk already had Joel uneasy for the last like two months. So, right? Yeah, we got to do something. I I guess this week, uh, let's rock out and early adopters. We'll peep in on the news and finally hand in some code name Steam homework. Yeah, that's right. We assigned that in October, September. It, it it's might be a September. while. Anybody <laughs> got eyes on that? <laughs> How long ago? <laughs> I, you know, it's like it's
2: only if if someone documents all of our episodes and catalogs when things happen. I'll be right back. Go for it. Yeah. Okay.
1: You you report back, uh, but first let's jump over to early adopters where we play alphas, betas, and a vast mateys pirate game inbound. That's right. This week, I don't know which one of you guys picked it, but we played Piratopia. Piratopia, a free demo this, this on Steam. This looks cool. So who picked look it? Cool to me. Who chose it, this? Is it, it a demo? It's a, I thought it was a full release.
0: It looks like a free to play thing. Oh, all right. It's not. A,
2: it's not. It's not done yet. Yeah, I it's don't think done it's done,
0: done.
3: No. Yeah, but I don't. I think it's. A, I don't think it's a demo. I think this is what it's going to be. I don't think it's, they're going to charge for it. A mostly Maybe.
1: finished open openish world MMO pirate ship game. Let's, uh, that sure was a
0: lot of words.
1: They were words. It's a word salad. They don't make any sense in the order that I said them, but they will make <laughs> sense to someone. Uh, I know those words individually. Who's who's the victim this week? Uh, Alex usually tells Joel to paint him a word picture. So let's uh, let's do Alex. Yeah, tell me about Pyrotopia.
2: Okay. Okay. You are a little boat, and it's a top-down screen, and you move in the cardinal directions. But, of course, you can go angles if you know. Left, right, and you go to an angle. Um, and you are going around different land masses uh, using your mouse to click and shoot your cannonballs to level up, uh, grind out gold and resources to upgrade and perform quests in almost an MMO-style world. So if you go outside the boundaries of, say, the home uh, bay or a little cluster of islands Uh, you are up for pvp attacks you get things like giant flamethrowers and other uh different abilities i definitely was trying like one of the first things they give you is like go to these different points on the map and gather journal pages and of course i go to the most dangerous place ever and get decimated by seven other pirates which was uh fantastic to me
1: not other people though did you participate in any of the pvp events or were you just doing pve
2: Oh no, I grinded because I, grinded I was kind of mad. I took it kind of personal. And um, so some, someone murked me, and then I said, Well, you have made the list. And then I proceeded to grind dozens of levels and then go find them. Dozens. And murder them. It was now, a complete waste of time.
3: Did <laughs> you figure out that you could attack the land?
2: Well, there are things on land that could attack you, so yeah. I attack them.
3: Yeah. No, right. they, they, you can just attack the land, and you will get some of the resources that you can then, uh, in an unlimited amount. This that is you true. Can then go trade at the other ports for. Oh, okay. Of money.
2: Well, you know what you needed to level up was gold.
3: Yeah, so you trade them at the other ports, and you get. Oh, oh okay.
2: What do you have against land?
3: It. um... You know, I'm tired of your father.
1: anti-land propaganda, Alec. He is a pirate. Of course he has something against land.
3: Hey, but, what's a and, pirate's favorite letter?
1: No, please. Nope.
3: <laughs> not going yep, yep. nope. to
1: say it. Nope. S- say it. Nope. Say it. It's not going to happen. So say it. in this open <laughs> world, there are like sectioned off areas. Uh, obviously, you can, you can go around, try and figure out where you best fit in. Uh, some of the weird stuff that I saw, I don't know about you guys, but there was a kraken... Uh, there was a giant shark, and it seemed like you need to kill these things in order to collect gems. And by collecting the gems, it was kind of the way of finishing the game. Of course, and I, and I assume that there'll be
2: hidden stuff like uh, p- pirate raids.
3: But these, well, you can these krakens were giant. To kill the krakens. Yeah. That, so I can uh,
2: imagine like pirate raids. I can imagine there be uh, lots and lots of other quests that don't just require fetch questing. Um, I can imagine a couple other options that you could do with, with a very basic, uh, it almost, it was kind of pixely. So it kind of reminded me of like an old school game, you know, like, like the old, uh, old school, like command and conquerors, but it was like faster, obviously
1: Mm -hmm. a lot faster.
2: Yeah.
3: I I played this for way longer than I realized just sitting there shooting land (laughs) and going to ports (laughs) and trading
2: again. I went on a revenge mission. I wanted blood.
3: I feel like you uh,
2: didn't actually PVP. I, I get the mean?
3: feeling
1: that it was
3: you, one of the computer. You
0: have, to, you have to toggle it on. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. You toggle okay. so it on. You turned it
0: on from the start. So,
1: then. from the start. You were a <laughs> tiny raft and you went <laughs> out in PvP and <laughs> got <laughs> completely obliterated by. I Several times. A complete chicken hawk. <laughs> wow. Several times. Multiple. Over and over again. I didn't feel like it was going to be worth it to try and do that unless I got my ship over level 20.
4: Right. So, you don't know what I'm
1: doing. I'm
2: getting crazy. Uh, do you know what I'm,
3: you're
2: I'm doing? I'm, I'm getting I'm getting wild over here. You don't. I'm a wild card now. <laughs> Give me ten minutes. I'm going to fire up the Tron three thousand. It's over. I still don't know what that means, and it's kind of frightening. Uh, Joel, I did want to I did want to ask you a question though. Um, this is a this uh, we have uh, three betas today. Uh, one I, one that I kind of surprised at everybody, but they all have a central theme, and the central theme for me. Is a silly names because uh, we are playing online with people, and uh, in this case, you saw some interesting names.
1: Did you Did you not? Yeah, I can. Uh, we can make this twitch. Keeping in let's mind see. that this, this game, Captain Slapnuts, Captain Slapnuts, when Nuts, played slap on Nuts, Steam, Waters. it should use uh, unless you change it. It should use your Steam ID.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, you can apparently change it because uh, let's see, Bloody Basardo. Um, I can't say.
4: That. <laughs> Why can't you nope. say it?
0: <laughs> mm, it? It is uh, another There's word a, for it's another word for happy, and then
1: Lord. Let's put, that's just
2: a name. You got receiver. something
3: against Meet the Parents?
1: Yeah, that's It's also a container, like a like a size of container, isn't it? Or a bin? Is it?
2: Hmm. I don't
1: know. Captain Slapnuts made me laugh really hard.
2: Yeah, that, that, that one was, was
3: in the game.
2: So there was a there was a, I, I saw a couple of them, uh, you know, uh, a lot of I, uh, you know D's nuts and stuff like that.
3: Yeah, I was gonna say, isn't one of the octopuses named like uh, Biggest Dickus or something?
2: Yes. something like that. Yeah. yeah. So they go fast and loose with what they're trying to do with the uh, the online, and just naming their own NPCs that way too.
3: Yep.
1: Yeah. So that was pyrotopia uh and the theme continues alex said that the names were the the main thing that is going to repeat but i felt like the online playability was what we tried to drive home today so uh, uh you know what let's let's go to super auto pets what's up with super auto pets alex you specifically played this
2: i you know i i listen to a lot of podcasts as you do wait what and one kind of once once inspired me. What was that? Dealsonars. Yes, sometimes. Depends. I don't. <laughs>
1: I feel like that's <laughs> not true.
2: <laughs> Depends on the day. I uh, I have a couple podcasts that only come out like once every two three weeks. So if it's one of those two three weeks, I'm kind of overloaded. So then I kind of skip those. But in this case, uh, one of them threw me onto uh, Super Auto Pets, which is a which is my one of my favorite genres. Auto ba- auto you know ch- uh, auto battlers where you uh, select a lineup and they auto-fight the uh, an, uh, a randomized opponent. And you just keep going. Where you, If you win or lose, then you can say... Uh, you get a certain amount of gold each round. So they'll say, here is six gold. Uh, each uh, animal is three gold. You can buy them, but when you buy them, they have different things. When you buy this uh, horse, whoever is in front of it will get... Plus attack. So I'll buy a duck and put it in front.
1: Can we can we just uh, abridge this and say that a long time ago we did an episode where Alex actually explained in detail how these games work. Yep. So I don't know that we need to go through uh, your entire lineup here, (laughs) brah.
2: Well, well, here's the thing. (laughs) That's what I want to get.
1: You know, you you are right, and I got a lot of
0: shit for bringing Roblox in. (laughs)
2: Hey, I, right, so, I like. No, that I'm actually. I'm trying to make it short. I'm trying to make it short. There's no short
1: about Auto Battlers Auto Chess. <laughs> well, no. What makes it
2: what what <laughs> makes this Auto Battler different, and that's what I wanted to get to, is one. It's funny because it's animals. You buy a duck, you buy a camel. It's very funny. You stack the camels on top of camels. They level up, et cetera. Et cetera. King prawns. But the other part is that. They made the intermediate, like, the in-between rounds where you buy, anim- buy and sell animals to get more animals and to level up animals. They made that part, uh, like, there's gameplay there. So they'd be, like, the duck, when you sell him, he will give a random uh, animal plus two damage and plus two health. Hmm. So you buy the duck, sell the duck, now you just upped your horse game.
0: <laughs> so do... Auto-battlers have battle passes? Yes.
3: Does this one have a do. battle pass? I think, yes, you, you can.
2: Yeah, I'm sure Santa it does. On it What's does. our I know battle it does. pass? I know we does. don't have a battle pass. We should have a battle pass. We do not. Um, the more you listen. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, so it, so they added the, the in-between rounds of buying and selling uh, your animals as part of the gameplay mechanic. So you can just buy five ducks, throw in a horse, and then sell all your ducks, and now you have a super-powered horse. So it's that kind of stuff where you, or you also get like um, uh, a porcupine that will take whatever health and damage from the person behind it. So if you put that powered up horse and then put a porcupine in front of it, boom, now you got two powered up animals. And then there's also one that when it faints, it gives plus two damage, plus two health. So they have a pill that you give to the animal. As soon as the round starts, it auto faints. Boom, give two more damage and two more health just to a random uh, friend. That's that's what I'm saying is that it's so weird that they made it so complex that they added
1: more layers onto auto battle. So let's it's get great. down to the nitty gritty here. Uh,
3: how it sounds many? Sounds like you're just playing magic. Kind no. Of.
1: no, 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 because it's it automatically plays for you. It does all the battles for me. Yeah. So how many mm. how many times have you won? Like the whole round, like you made it, because doesn't well, it... well, you play multiple rounds. Yeah, so. I know it doesn't. It do it in like in a tournament kind of bracket where you have to play against so many people so many times. I've only played four hours, Getty. I have not won any. Oh my god.
3: god, four hours! Don't...
1: <laughs> Again, there we did like a whole episode where Alex even wrote a detailed instruction on how to play, and he tried to make us play. I still have that document.
2: I'm no, gonna,
3: gonna play it. I'm not a... playing it. I'm gonna play
1: it.
2: It is currently in beta. So they, uh, but they do have already purchasables, uh, including little hats you can get on your animals, or uh, they've had it bonus animals that are still in development that you can purchase for real cash. That's how they they get you. They are taking money. Pay to win. That's truly how they get you. Not well again, it's development, so you don't know if they're powerful or not. It's just kind of something they're tinkering with. But it's the hats. But the hats are what you pay for. Yep, top hats. Yes. I mean which is actually like directly what they reference when they, you know you're playing Dota. They say like, "Oh, I bought more hats." And it's like just costume skins and stuff like that. But it's like here that's legitimate just hats and they're not even they don't even fit. They're not like they actually made the hat mold to the animal. They just took the same picture and just moved it with a mouse over the
1: <laughs> Oh, I'm having a good time, guys. All right, so I think it's safe to say that based on that we probably could have our own battle pass. That's fair. Yeah. Speaking of Battle Passes, Getty. Nope. Not a good segue. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave the segues <laughs> up to you. <laughs> yeah, you could segue, but I think I would have said, speaking of battles, we also yeah, played Battle Bands Rock and Roll Deck Builder. We played this on Steam, and I think I want to hear from Joel this time. Can you tell us a little bit about Battle Bands? So, Battle Bands is a, let's say,
0: indie rock card battle yes. game. I think that's probably the perfect way to
1: summarize. Perfection. It.
0: Uh, so, thank you. Uh, <laughs> so basically, the structure is that you are an indie band, you are facing off against a rival indie band, and each round you get a handful of cards, and there are like major song part cards that had to be sort of the foundation and then you and your bandmates go back and forth placing cards on top of that until you've reached a threshold where they call it finished and then they move on from there adding on a new one provided that you or your bandmates actually have one of those like larger cards to place down first. Now what's interesting about the gameplay here is in one turn you play two like there, there's energy assigned to each move, so you've got basically two energy to spend each, each round. Each bandmate you know, your...
1: has two energy right.
0: that they can use. Right, and, and unless I miss something, your bandmates play freely. You don't actually choose the cards.
2: So they're bad. They're they're bots. They when are. you play, you, there's a there already is an online where you can have a four player band. Yep. Oh really? Okay, I didn't know that. Thinking about trying mm-hmm. to organize a beta breakdown with that. Because I'd like to play that
3: with multiplayer. that break de- beta breakdown Monday, Tuesday.
4: So
0: that that's really interesting because I'm sure that changes the dynamic quite a bit from what I play. Yeah, but uh, but I mean even with that caveat, it, it was a lot of fun. Like I I uh, I enjoyed the sound of the music. Like it, it's it is very sort of generic indie uh, rock band kind of sound. And the nice thing that I noticed was that each of your band members, they would play different cards that are specific to their instrument. So like if the keyboard has played their card, you would hear it a little bit more in the background uh, music. And, and then if the drummer puts like drum solo, you'd see it go off real quick. Uh, ni- nice little attention to detail like that. I really appreciate that.
2: Now um, the, the thoughts I had on it were that I like that you would play different bands uh, one of them uh, th- that I played against was a mouse in a mech suit. The mech was oh, playing a nice. guitar. And he guy was sucked. wailing on the drums in the in the, <laughs> in the pilot seat, which was hilarious. And then they had a dog ska band. Yep,
3: yes, the good boys.
2: The good boys, which was very funny. And the the decks all felt very they felt varied because um, the the premise is to build hype. When you start a set, which is like a base, like so, if someone, if I were to say I'm going to do a guitar solo, that would be worth five hype, and uh, people would draw their, but it would say it would take, uh, it would take three cards to complete. So, we us as a team would put three cards, which each of those cards would build hype as well. But once we complete the set, we get that bonus hype from that set, and then that would be collected. So the idea is to get hype. the The good boys. I believe their, no, it wasn't the good boys. It was a different one. But there was one band that their, their whole set of de- their deck was just based on negating your hype.
3: Oh, yeah. the skater ones. Oh, the mm, hated that. <laughs>
2: yeah. So they would, every one of their abilities would take, would start hitting your hype. So by the end you would be way ahead, but when they would take their turn, it would just take you down to where you'd be pretty even with them. Yeah, so it would—it was actually very tricky on that one. It seems like it's—it's it's rogue, rogue—it's roguish because you're making runs.
3: You yeah, are. you don't—you mm-hmm. don't aren't guaranteed to see the same uh, bands that you're battling. I ran into uh, the Bard twice, but other ones were unique.
2: And then the more you use cards, the more that they level up, and then you can, sh- you can adjust them or change them to however you want, whether you want this one to do more damage or cost more energy but give you more hype, et cetera, et
3: cetera. I think that's just per run, but then what you unlock by your guitar skill leveling up or whatever is more cards for your deck.
1: Correct. Yeah. Yeah, so lots of customization here, a lot of different ways that you can play it. Like we heard, uh, you can hamper your enemies you can use cards that may not cost any energy they're they're low cost but they can help fill out that set so that you can get the big bonus at the end this one definitely has a lot of replayability and once it really taps into the online community i think that it would definitely be worth giving a shot if all four of us were able to get in four different instruments Uh, you can Toss everybody on one, and then we can do a couple of runs. And a run really isn't going to take too much time. Uh, each battle or song, in in my experience, didn't last more than four to five minutes. Uh, no, yeah. I think you guys got the same uh, same thing. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Yep. And um, and it, uh, you know, you can customize your band member. Joel, did you
1: make your guys bald?
0: <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't do any. They had customization.
1: Yeah, they had customization <laughs> ah, on the wow. character. Okay. I had a goth vampire I... kid, and my band name uh-huh. was the Boner Police. Okay, yeah, nice. let's go. Right, let's go about the bands yeah.
2: you, because we're all <laughs> fucking music <laughs> potsy nerds. We're all here. terrible <laughs> people. What was our cool band names? Getty, yours was the what? Uh, I was a goth, and I was the
1: Boner Police.
4: Okay, Joel?
0: beautiful. Uh, it was an indie band thing. I I just. So I just typed this in and ran I, I threw in a, no thank you sir. <laughs> That's pretty good.
3: Oh.
2: Uh mine was significant. All <laughs>
1: uh,
3: mm-hmm. All right. I dig it. Alec. My I wish I could remember the whole thing but it was the pompous something and I can't remember what it was. It felt it felt suiting. Yeah.
4: Okay.
1: So a lot of fun to be had here and I think once it uh once it allows us we'll get that uh, I'm sure Alex is going to organize the beta breakdown for it because this is definitely his, his wheelhouse.
2: Real quick, I want to go back to Auto Pets and say that they had they, you, would, you would build a team name, and my, my team name, like, I just had the very confused buttocks. Ah. So that's why I was
1: saying there's a bunch of random names here. Do you feel better? I do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, my face has been melted off with our sick band skills, so let's regrow it in the break. Take us off. Yeah, uh, whenever if you want to signal he's it. he's
3: talking about Star Trek. I should watch that someday.
1: Yeah, same. Alright, thanks guys. We're back. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about during the break. It's all out of control here. Alright, alright, alright. News. Uh. So, hey news. I've been working out to burn off all the extra food I ate last week. A lot of turkey. Gonna throw it out there. Ate way too much turkey. Double,
0: double. We made a lot of turkey. I have like two downsized bags of turkey
1: left to do something with. You know, it's we, it's too late. You can't eat that now. Really? We made a
2: turkey today.
1: Why? Not joking. <laughs> wait, wait, we had turkey for <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. So yeah, you, after like three to five days you're not supposed to eat it anymore, so you might not want to eat that turkey, Joel.
3: Food safety a says a week, but yeah.
1: That's a real bummer either way. Uh, just eat some handfuls and see what
3: happens either way. <laughs> I'm feeding it all to my dogs at, tomorrow. They're going to be happy.
1: All right. News huh? this week. Uh, I don't know. Somebody put in a whole bunch of hyperlinks, so I only skim them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My bad. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> I went through them pretty quick and tried to figure out what they were talking about. So uh, first piece of news uh, apparently there was a Matrix MMO back in the day, and uh, speculation is that you may have needed to play it in order to understand Matrix Resurrections. Oh, you didn't know, you didn't know that Morpheus is dead? Oh, I know that Morpheus is dead
3: I from the MMO. He, oh, really? He was dead in the MMO.
0: Do you have the details of what happened in that, Alex? Or no, that...
3: because. Uh,
2: I didn't play the MMO. <laughs> okay. okay, I
1: yeah. just
2: know that people were like, "Yeah, wow, they killed him off in, an, in a video game. Weird."
1: Well, yeah, you could debate that it's actually the Matrix and that's the reality. Ooh,
2: I, I don't know, man. I just remember there was that kid from the from the Animatrix in there.
1: Now he's Ooh, in the nice. movies. Hmm. I never watched the Animatrix. Yeah, Those they actually good, had a actually. they
2: had a, a, a new character that was created and then he appeared in the third movie.
1: Okay. I believe so. That's good stuff. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully everybody makes it out to see that. Maybe. We'll see. I think... Probably better than the Re- Re- Resident Evil. Yeah, but that's that's the first order of business that we have, sir. We got to see that and then report back. All right. Done. Next order of business. <laughs> this is Amazon's MMO New World. Bots are stealing all the resources <laughs> and tanking the economy. <laughs> Who would have thought? <laughs> okay, okay. So so uh,
2: uh another podcast I listen to. Uh, what? Who what are these podcasts about, Um way too many. Uh it's talking about how New World has had an increasingly large uh issue with their economies. Some things like uh if you are a guild, you control the resources for a specific town if you're ruling the town. And if that guild were just to quit, then the resources were being uh, like like if like a the guild could be in charge of blacksmithing for that city. And then if they were just to disband, then the blacksmith would not like exist hmm. or uh, auction house. If you were to sell something and it were to sell while you were offline, that money was gone. Oh, man. Sounds buggy. So uh, people are having fun with it, but they're also saying, yeah, this is totally borked the entire way. Those are just two keynotes out of, from my understanding, dozens that I can't really remember all of them.
0: I, I think one of my favorite story types are just player base tanks in game economy. <laughs> there, there's something I find inherently funny about that, the kind of market manipulation in uh, video games that uh, people do in real life. I guess it's just less depressing to me. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you're not directly impacted by it, and you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, it's funny. I think we can all agree that hmm. this is hilarious. Oh, well, Absolutely. Agreed. I mean, although that Sizzler trailer that Amazon does air whenever I'm on like Hulu makes New World look real good, but I don't think that <laughs> that's even half as accurate.
2: Oh, okay. I was very confused there for a second because I thought we were talking about actually Sizzler. Ooh. I'd steakhouse, obster. I was like, "Are they still around?" Gonna...
1: You better check. Yeah. More Keanu Reeves news. Me. Oh my God! Cyberpunk 2077 coming to next gen consoles in Q1 of next year. So I think
0: they're actually technically already there. I, I bought like a five dollar copy like two months ago. Uh, but this is supposed to be an update, uh, like a software update that makes it actually seem more impressive looking than the playstation 4 and xbox one
1: uh so you're saying you you have like the digital upgrade version that you got through purchasing it and this will be like the fancy version
0: yeah more like like here we're gonna fix the
2: thing we should have had in the first place (laughs) but yeah yeah all right next so there isn't there is not a sizzler uh in our state or several surrounding states. Oh where do you have to go? go to Sizzler. Uh, I don't know. We'll have to trigger, figure out where where we can go to Sizzler.
1: Yeah. Uh, looks like looks like Massachusetts. Oh man. Ooh. Hey you got a while You gonna drive yeah. out there?
2: Well, we can make it You can listen to
1: all those podcasts that aren't us. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Uh this next piece of news I don't know where it's coming from but hundreds of bots descend on a steam arcade collection. Uh I glanced at this. It it seems like all of these bots are just farming cards on steam. That
0: yeah, they're farming steam cards that you get from playing the game and then selling them off.
1: You can make money that way? Yes. Yeah.
0: Or at the very least steam credit <laughs> to buy games with.
2: Uh, friend of the podcast Chris Chris Sack does that a lot. Does he? Like when it when it when it first started, he was like, "Yeah, I'm just I'm just grinding out cards and selling them all left and
3: right." (laughs) There are apps out there because you get uh, cards for two hours of playtime, so it tricks Steam into thinking that you're playing for two hours for all your games that have less than two hours of playtime. Okay, and then there are extensions that you can get for Chrome to find the best price and automatically list your cards. I've gotten
0: a couple of games that way. Yeah. Uh, DZAC has always been about that meta game.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah, you know, he still does he,
2: the thing where he does, like the apps that watch ads for you and then collects uh, and then does oh all his searches Lord. on Bing.
0: I forgot about those. I ran those for a while, too. That's They're, still a thing. They, still a thing. Uh, they are not worth the effort. <laughs> for some people, they must be. Some people just enjoy the process of doing it. I don't mining for bitcoin
3: oh
2: Ooh. were you mining in the like, deep web this is something to do <laughs> and then and then to think i'm getting one over on everybody i don't know man you're not i don't know so, something about taking
0: it
1: to the man or yeah, the man Something about
2: taking it to the man <laughs>
1: yeah but then you have to sell the bitcoin to the man so that you could use his money
3: anyway yeah this is this is
1: awful (laughs) this is terrible almost as terrible as the idea that they would make a mass effect tv show okay so it was going to be a movie they never agreed on it never got written
2: you're the you're the mass effect
1: fan here i i know Uh, of mass effect i mean yeah you have
2: an n7 tattoo
1: okay
3: now, Great. Now he's going to get identified in all those subreddits. Done. What? Uh, I'll take photos.
2: <laughs> I have shirtless photos of Getty. I just want to say that. Uh, the The question I have is: Is it a fem shep or male shep?
1: Uh, for the TV show, or what? what? Yeah. I don't know. I don't. The idea is that. They're no they're not even sure that they would follow Shepard, and I don't think okay. that they should. If they're gonna release a Mass Effect TV show, they should do something like the first contact or anything leading up to it. They shouldn't focus on Shepard because he's already got a whole complete story that's out there. That is true. That's a good same point. idea with the next game. Mass Effect 4 that they're going to release. I don't know what it's going to follow. It looks like they've already leaked... uh, Or at least the the pictures that they put out seem like some of the crew members might be back, but I don't know that they need to focus on on Shepard anymore. Shep, Shep. Shep, Shep. Yeah. Sherpa? Maybe. Ooh. This is a piece of news that's near and dear to Joel's heart. Uh, More people are playing farming simulator online than are playing battlefield 2042 that's a bummer can you believe that well back in my day it was battlefield 2142 so it was a whole extra hundred years in the future
2: well i think that the problem is that like battlefield came out against a call of duty and a halo so I mean it's it's just it's hard, and the other part is that they made <clears throat> a battlefield that lets you create these custom battles that include all of the other games. So all the other battlefields, including like Bad Company, all can be played in this one game. That's kind of a neat premise, so it, but
1: is it necessary? It's, just,
2: it's more the fact of that like it doesn't make for. Uh, A giant, like it splinters the audience. I feel like where you'll have one, like a group of like 500 playing one type of match, and then a group of 500 playing another type of match. But it's so separated because there's so many different permutations and variations that I feel like you're not gonna get a ton of those big epic maps. You're gonna get like big
1: epic map with a lot of nothing. But the real question is, Joel, how much time have you put into Farming Simulator 22? I, in fact,
0: surprisingly enough, have not purchased it yet. I, you know, I still have uh, 21 from Epic Games. I got it for mm-hmm. free, and so I've already got something I can sort of dip my toes in the water because I, I am playing something that's not farming simulator, but definitely trying to be
1: farming. Did you simulator. get Mowing Simulator that's on Xbox Game Pass? Game. No, that comes uh, that comes out next the next week. Does it? <clears throat> yeah, that's my that's my plans for next weekend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, it's cold enough in the Midwest that you don't have to mow right now, so I guess what? you got to get it somehow. No, it's on here. Lawn Mowing Simulator. <laughs> I, I can download it I right died. now. Oh, it came Did out you? already? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. This thing's 22 doing, gigabytes? Woof. <laughs> nope. <I'm
0: laughs> not. Think, think about the kind of lighting and shading. Physically
4: and
1: authentic lawn mowing experience. Well, if they don't have Toro. Execute ground checks. Set your blade height. And measure your en- engine load as you complete a variety of lawn maintenance. This is this is something else. Oh man, I'm so on board for this.
3: You know, you can just come mow my lawn. Nope, nope. I want a virtual no, th- lawn.
0: This this is like that unpacking thing. Nobody enjoys cleaning their house, but you know, you, you clean a virtual house, and it's great stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's
1: absolutely true. All right. Speaking of things that nobody likes, <laughs> Rockstar is bringing physical copies of the GTA trilogy to the world. Did you need this? Do you want this?
3: All the right.
2: So The thing I don't want to pay $60 for it. Okay. How about that?
1: Yeah,
0: that's obsc- like just been sold, They've been selling these on uh, tablets and phones for a while. I, I don't think those went above ten per there. I think but I paid every... five
2: for the mobile the I the iOS version of GTA three.
0: Yeah, and from what we've heard, it's sort of like is same quality. And I I know there's a Nintendo tax where everything on Switch gets bumped up, but this is everywhere, right? It's yeah. sixty bucks this everywhere. This is everywhere. Mm. That's a that's a tough ask just to say I have access to it
3: here
2: to me do you know wow. what you, do you know what would make it 60 for me throw in gta one two and uh what was the other one the british one. Oh man hmm. the british one. yeah there i know what you're a, talking about it was a the, so they went back before gta was 3d it was top down yeah and What's uh sense? there was a uh it was there was a gta the uh, British um, googling British. Oh, no. GTA Don't right, Abbey Road. Well,
1: that that seems
2: so, terrible. Just all awful. All right,
3: Getty. Yeah. I know majority of your stuff is Grand Theft Auto London 1969. Because you end up going through the GameStop cycle of trading in games you're not playing anymore. Yes, I'm primarily on PC, so like 99% of the stuff I buy is digital how much are you guys doing digital versus physical even if it wasn't like this weird special edition just run in the mill game the new pokemon Mine's based on size <laughs> Not i don't all about size Giggity.
2: <laughs> i don't i don't love buying digital if the game's like 50 gigs
1: that's fair yeah it takes up a lot of space i mean obviously pc's different
2: but I, I'm talking right. about, like, PS4 and Switch and PS5. I don't like to buy games like that. I, I If I'm either... I'm going to buy it physical or I'm just going to... I, I think that the... There's been a couple of times where I'm just like, well, screw it, I'm just going to buy it. It's on sale, digital. But for the most part, I always do physical.
1: Yeah, I don't think that they were going to upgrade these games. They We already saw that they were having major problems with the ones that were released so oh,
4: yeah i'm
3: not necessarily talking about this just general physical versus digital yeah consumption.
1: i'm leading with alex on this one if it it seems like it's going to be a, a space hog then i'd much rather get it uh in physical that way i can you know pop the disc in and not have to worry about that or if it's something that i really like or i want then i'm willing to pay the the physical premium but a lot of the stuff drops in price pretty quickly unless it's those nintendo exclusives
3: well now that's a good point too why are we still paying why why is digital the same cost as physical yeah it shouldn't be but
1: i can also get 50 dollars if i trade in a copy of one of my pokemon games and the digital game is yours forever maybe as long as it doesn't leave the store and they don't discontinue it
2: yeah, Getty actually plays uh, does, does does the trade in quite often, so in that case he does have a uh he you do have a I just started doing the trade in uh thing, but I, I you definitely have like a, a leg. I, got a, I, I got a system. I never plowed
3: through games fast enough for it to still be worth it. By the time I traded in it was like, Oh, we'll give you two fifty for it might as well keep it well you also have to no, you ain't at the
1: getty clip you got to stack the deals where it's like you get an extra 50 percent right. if you trade it in with this or if you trade in multiple copies and they'll jack up how much you're getting for your trade-in credit
3: oh believe me as a former GameStop employee i know how to work yep it, but
2: and also you have to play like seven games a month yep nobody has time for doesn't.
4: that
1: all right, last piece of news. I I'm not sure about this one. Uh, new Matrix video game. I, I'm pretty sure Joel Clark called it Matrix Cart earlier in the week. Uh, coming to PlayStation, maybe? The Matrix. It's, it's set to possibly be announced during the Game Awards. Ah, uh, ah, the Game Awards. What are we doing for that? Uh,
2: still up for debate.
0: You were going to... Just, just imagine in ti- Tiny Neo and, and Tiny Trinity and the little go-karts, and then they be like... I want driving. big heads.
2: I want big chibi heads. Chibi yes. heads?
0: They can do that. I mean, that has to be. Yeah.
2: Uh, and I'm, torn on, I'm torn on us talking over the Game Awards uh, just because there's a general lack of interest by the, the all parties involved, but also I'm torn because Sting. Sting. Well, you just get copyright struck down for that, wouldn't you? We get copyright struck no matter what yeah. during the Game Awards. <laughs> I'm more just... Uh, thinking about the fact that uh, I have a both love and a hate for Sting. <laughs> so it, I'm very torn just in general. I feel
1: like you're talking about the singer and not the wrestler, so... I'm only talking about the, the singer. Yeah, no. I, I already lost interest. So freebies? Anybody want some freebies this week? Oh, I love freebies. All right. Hit me with the freebies, Getty. I'm going to hit you guys with these freebies. Uh, over Hot at freebies. the Epic Store, we have Dead by Daylight and... While True Learn, not sure what those are about, especially Dead by Daylight. Uh, If if
2: True Learn is a programming game, Dead by Daylight is a game those kids play, uh, asymmetric multiplayer. Ah, yes.
1: No, no. I I take it back. I know that one. Over at Indie Gala, we have Dracula 3 Path of the Dragon. Seems like that is confusing, but okay and then 3 b it just says acid flight it doesn't uh, tell me where where i can get this anybody have eyes oh. on acid flight
2: let me see what i got here it's free to a good home uh, uh, let's see where was where did i find that hmm i saw it i swear is it. this
1: one of our giveaways do you just have a copy of it and you're trying to to pawn <laughs> it off
4: no, Quick, first no. person
1: no, 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 no. in the chat to say uh, where Acid Flight is can have it. For free. <laughs> ah. Let's see, okay. Everybody visibly moves to get phone. <laughs> I, I think, uh, I think it is they free charge on for acid Free on itch.io. All right. Acid Flight. Got it. Oh. Go. Well, I'm stuffed with all of this news. We should probably take a break before handing in our homework.
3: Oh, we're handing in homework? I'm feeling sick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Now's You're your chance your to homework. run
1: during the break. <laughs> if I'm the only person sitting here in a couple of minutes, you know why. <laughs> All right, let's, let's take it out for a second. <laughs> We are back back with the backlog blog where we play games where all of the hosts rage quit before making it to the epic finale that's right video game homework is due and i your host eric getty gettinger am the only one who finished code name steam <laughs> that's real. as punishment that's real i'm gonna do very little talking and i'm gonna see what you guys learned oh <laughs> you know that all that's right, not so how this works at all pod- for the podcast. <laughs> my teaching approach is the montessori school's uh <laughs> just Bullshit do whatever, you want. <laughs> do whatever D- you want curriculum do
2: whatever
3: you want
0: daddy just want daddy just wants us to be a short conversation that's why he's
2: the late montessori school's laziest way to go yeah.
3: <laughs> it's the, one of the best but
1: you learn at your own lady. speed and uh, <laughs> i learned that this didn't get done we tried. God knows we tried. All right, guys. Codename Steam. What is Codename Steam? Alec.
3: Oh, <laughs> so it is a third person squad based tactics game. Perfect.
1: That's
2: exactly yeah,
3: it. That's like <laughs> how much I got from this game.
2: <laughs> All right. Play some XCOM. <laughs> it's, it's awful of bullshit.
3: It's kind of like X-Com, XCOM is over the head.
1: Just a little bit. Ish. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Minus the minus
1: the bullshit percentages.
0: Uh, I mean, you still have chances to miss or not hit as hard on the you target. You do. Yeah. This
1: is true. Yeah. So, Codename Steam was a 3DS game that came out a very long time ago. One of the reasons why we picked it up was because it was so cheap. And I think that we found out why it was so cheap. Not to say that it was... Necessarily a terrible game, but it was kind of difficult to get into, as was pretty apparent by uh, most of the the podcast not being able to to make it through. That coupled with it being a very long game and the difficulty curve, so uh, I guess learning curve, but still the difficulty of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. so uh, where where can we jump in? I mean, <laughs> this game, it has a lot that's going on. Uh, the story wise, it has even more going on. I think that everybody scratched just the tip of the iceberg, but um, I want to hear Joel's take on what you experienced from the story, what you liked, what you didn't like.
0: Uh, they all looked very cool and comic booty. Yeah. It was a rip. And. and and They're Abraham right. Lincoln is, like, the leader of the resistance, which kind of tracks. <laughs> so, like, good good on that. So, historical accuracy, it's got it going well for that. Uh, I actually, so, one of the reasons why I picked this game is because I, uh, Alex and I have written for Nintendo World Report uh, for some time, and they have a podcast called Radio Free Nintendo that I've been listening to on and off. And they all played this game, and it was at a time where I was more into the fire emblems. And when I heard them talk about it, I was just like, okay, cool. I'll keep them the back pocket to inflict on you guys later. Uh, Grant, that was like five or six years ago. I think before I heard that on their show, but what interested me about it is that it was attacked. It's game. The style was definitely more bombastic, not to be taken seriously. And the idea of actually turning your rotation, aiming at stuff and shooting stuff at the time to someone who didn't do much PC gaming and wasn't really aware of, like, the XCOM-like games seemed like a novel concept. Uh, So, story-wise, I didn't glean much from it because I just got the fourth person on my team (laughs) before we got here. Uh, There's something about an alien invasion, and you're basically, like, the strike force meant to keep them up I mean, that's...
1: Yeah, that's basically it. So, aliens invade... A supposed aliens invade, and you are the first and last line of defense. Kind of stealing well, I mean, some stuff not, from it, Men in Black.
2: It's not even like uh, necessarily. It's not even necessarily like you're a you're a strike force. It's more about like the fact that it just like you it you just happen to be in the right place at the right time when that stuff happened.
1: Well, I, I you gotta take it from couple of different perspectives I think so one of the things that it does well is the use of characters the characters we had John Henry we had uh, gee golly Tom Sawyer we had Tom Sawyer uh, Dorothy uh the Tin Man Uh, there was a pumpkin Scarecrow pumpkin headed guy yeah you get Scarecrow Uh, so the cast of characters is pretty diverse and each one of them has a unique ability that you can use during combat and there is some customization when it comes to the weapons that you can use. As far as the aiming mechanic goes, yeah, it does something a little bit different with it. It gives you kind of full range of, mo- of movement, but that can also uh, help or hinder you when you're trying to shoot. That's where the XCOM factor kind of comes in. I would almost prefer that it gives me a percentage to hit instead of trying to... Dingle back and forth trying to find the perfect spot <laughs> because all all the enemies had weak spots, you just had to find them.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And it, it's sure. essential to complete the game, you can't just go in blasting, <laughs> even though that's what the enemies do. Uh, Alex, you want to tell that's us
3: what the memes say to do, too? Well,
1: Alex, you want to tell us about what you experienced with the difficulty of the game because I think that was one of the bigger hurdles.
2: Uh, the, the, the thing about the game is that. While it it plays really nicely, it really does. It, it's very satisfying in its tactical nature. The movement feels good. The picking your spots. Uh, the the difficult part came for me when uh, the levels were end up being kind, like particularly long. And they do get long. Uh, A lot. And they weren't multiple. They weren't even even multiple objectives, but they threw a lot at you. Even in your your instance, you had told me a couple of times where they just keep throwing surprise enemies at you and just, like, sneak up behind you and just do uh, ambushes left and right that are all story-based, but it makes it uh, really hard to prepare for. In my instance, uh, the level I had problems with where there were ground worms that would come up, and knock all your characters prone, which I had, uh, I didn't necessarily like, after, after kind of beating my head over it, I had been at the same level for roughly four hours and not in one fight. I mean, I had repeated it enough times for it to be roughly four hours. I played a good amount of this game, but um, it was more that I, and I don't mean amount isn't the completion level. I don't necessarily mind that it's more like I played like 20 hours of this game. Uh, so, uh, but just getting stuck in that area, at one point you said, okay, they changed the ground texture to where you don't, uh, where you can, the, the worms can't attack you. So I had to pay attention to the ground texture, which is understanding, but they never told you that, which is fine. Uh, but once I avoided the ground texture, one of my characters could not, he did not have the movement enough to move that one spot. He was always in uh, the other... Uh, the, the ground where the worms can attack by one space which isn't necessarily the worst thing in the world except for uh, the... I would get everybody across. I'd finally... I'd get him to where he was one space away. Ground worms would attack him, knock him back midway through that area back like backwards. Then another worm would come back and hit him and knock him all the way back to the beginning. And then he would be stuck there by himself while they killed him. So
1: there's a scuzzy way to do this. And if you played for long enough, you know that there's uh, like little points in the map where you can save and you can heal your character and you can resurrect them. If you let your characters die and then use that resurrection point, then you could bring them all back to that same area. This could be advantageous in those situations, but again, getting to that point is... Is something that they don't really help you, and it doesn't lend to the overall experience. Um, well, and you would have to also be collecting all the, the coins throughout
0: the Precisely. Map. I, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but it was sort of a, like, if it's on my way,
1: I'll grab it, but
0: if not, I'm going, not going to see. it Coins and gears yeah, are a weird mechanic that
1: were in the game, because you could use the coins to unlock additional weapons, depending on how much you had, and depending on how many gears you collected... You could get better backpacks mm-hmm. for the characters, which would attribute more steam to them. And steam was your movement, your action cost, all of that stuff.
2: Yeah, right.
0: It's all in one line bar, and there's little like puffs of steam for each individual
2: icon. Which is a very cool. Like to... uh, which is a very cool mechanic. Seeing every, you know everything being like a steampunk, uh, everything runs on steam.
0: Right, I mean even this the way they structure like the cost of it is like one of those metal frames almost like you'd see on something like Prices Right when they were doing like the whole moving bar to stop at the price kind of thing. Um but yeah, I uh I actually it's gonna sound funny me saying this since I only got the chapter three. I liked a lot of what I played. Uh it sounds like based on what you guys are saying, it gets a little too punishing the later on the farther you going. going. wacky, it, at least for
1: way, gets real wacky. Way dude. too so, wacky. So I, I honestly, like that's... the wackiness.
2: At the end, at like was it chapter five or something? The president's like, oh right, we're taking him out now," and it just he turns into a giant. uh Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! uh Just giant. It turns into a giant mech battle with the president piloting a giant mech, beating up a Lincoln mech. Lincoln mech. Yeah, and
1: Lincoln yeah. Mech. yeah. And yeah one, using, one.
2: Thing you're, I was... power, you're controlling his fists. <laughs>
0: Misty. One thing I was not looking for here was, like, subtlety or uh, self-serious kind of nature. Like, if they're to be ridiculous with looks, they should go all in and be outlandish for the story,
2: too. Well, that's what I'm saying. It is it is outlandish, and it's awesome.
1: I oh, don't know, man. I, I kind of drew the line at the point where they're like, we have to find the Necronomicon. And, huh. again, spoilers, you literally go to the Land of Oz. So, oh really? Yeah. Nice. That's the end game. <laughs> yeah, it's wild.
3: Anybody tell you to shop smart, shop smart? No.
1: No, no. Nobody told me that, but I appreciate the reference. Uh, you know, there's a lot that the game does good. I will give it the the different weapon varieties, uh, some of the powers definitely felt satisfying. I played it through to completion. I made sure that I did the homework. It was kind of rough around the edges because it just didn't uh, didn't rub me the right way at certain points. When you get to the the end, it is literally just wave after wave after wave, and if you're not using your Overwatch, and your Overwatch is making sure that you didn't use enough steam so that you can take shots at the enemy when they move into your range, but even that's not entirely consistent, but you'll get enemies that explode, enemies that fly through the air and will stun you, and are nearly impossible to shoot. Uh, (laughs) You'll get bombarded with just a variety of different things that are meant to slow your progress, and it's painful. At one point, there are levels where you have to split the squad, and it can already be difficult trying to split the squad, but you have to have multiple people going down each path so that you can unlock doors along the way. However, the enemies start to use Overwatch at some point during the game, and they will just hose you. And if you need to res your characters, you better believe that all four of them are going to be on the one side, and you have to run all the way to the other side of the map, and it eats away at how long you're playing.
0: So, so the enemy Overwatch, is there a limit to how many times you can get hit? Because there were a couple times... I would be in a spot, they spotted me, I thought, like, I can creep away, I got hit by their overwatch, and then I moved again, and then they hit me again. Normal game mechanics don't
2: apply. No, it does. It's based on their, um, it's the same thing for you. If you have a full, like, if your attack takes two steam bars, and you have uh, a full tank of eight steam, you can overwatch technically four times.
3: Yeah, really, so, though, that cheesed me off so bad the first couple of times you get overwatched, and hmm. it, I should be able to back out without getting shot again.
2: Oh, yeah. And, and, and you would you. just keep getting hit? Yeah. Because yeah. if they if they didn't move at all, and then they overwatch, they would just have a full steam bar of damage that they can pull from, and then just overwatch. Yeah, they just go times. to town on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not. They're not nice about it. Uh, But I I definitely like the the characters, the way the look is that they're like very like they're ripped. But they also just have these giant armored suits that all run on steam with giant uh, steam tanks on the back. I was uh, I was generally surprised. I had not heard of this one. I actually thought it was a Steam World game uh, when you first uh, when you first suggested it, Joel. And uh, I, despite me having uh, some bigger problems with it in the end, I I really really enjoyed my time with it. I had a great time playing it. I again, I have f- I fall off games kind of quick. So me pushing twenty hours in was me trying to really like I'm like I I like this game. I just this part is not is is kind of not making it not fun. I, I I stopped because. I go. I, in my head, I said, I like this game. I don't want to hate it. I've so seen said, enough. <laughs> yeah, so I said, I'm going to keep my opinion that Codename Steam is a, is a fun game. I am, if I continue to play it, I will not think so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's kind of where I'm at. I think that this, is a, this was a fine video game homework. It, it gave me a reason to dig out my 3DS out of storage. I had to go to my brother's house to find the crate. And dig through it to find my 3ds and charger. Uh, it made me go to the e. Uh, I w- it made me inspired me to go to the e- the 3ds eShop. Man, that is a that Hot is a mess. desolate wasteland of trash. Who thought that was a good idea?
0: <laughs> at the time, it was. Yeah, tell me well, about at the at time. The time so. Tell me about at the time fun. when. <laughs> For,
2: well, I put look. a game. I put a game name in there, and I get three e three interviews that I could download before i even get to a demo of the game and then five more selections and pages before i actually find the game
0: look e- even for its oh, time it on. was one of the worst layouts need, but it still wasn't we need that to comment on worse.
1: alex's searching ability first because we all know how that Do goes <laughs> your google <laughs> machine work sir, is not the best <laughs> tell me that the 3ds eShop is good oh no I, I definitely agree that it's not great to look at either go. But I'm just saying.
2: No, it doesn't function well. It's it's not as bad as the PSN shop, but it's close. And well, no, I think the e shop, the 3DS e shop, is worse than the PSN. I think PSN's close, but the, e-3, the 3DS e shop
1: is worse. I'd agree with that. Okay. No. So argument. normally, when it comes to the end of our video game homework, we assign a letter grade to. Um, the game. I think maybe this time we should assign a letter grade to each of the people depending on how far they made it. Ah, I'm kidding. Ha! I ah, got a big ah,
3: old ah, F.
1: I incomplete. Uh, yeah, there you go. Just know. with what you guys did play, try and assign a letter grade to it. For me, I would probably give it a high C, a low B. There's a lot of stuff that I liked about it. There's a lot of stuff that definitely needed some fine tuning. Uh, but overall, it's a playable game. It does what it does in a non forgiving way. Uh, so I appreciate that. And I, I don't know. I'm not feeling generous today, so <laughs> I'd give it a B. I'd give it a B. I like what it did. I
2: like the characters. I was generally happy and like a smiling, like laughing during dialogue cutscenes, saying, "Damn, this is wild! I can't believe." i'm fighting in a Abraham lincoln mech right now uh just in general i had a blast i think that if i were to continue to play like if i were to pick it up right now and play that level that i'm still stuck on it would drop a letter grade so i'm gonna say a b flat b
1: all right joel
2: uh i, I mean with you
0: guys b minus it uh I like the bone structure of the game. I I think functionally, the idea of walking around freely and having these separate tiles that use out Steam and then having to use your currency of Steam to also do your shooting is, is nice. I think it's pretty well balanced in that way. I think the aiming part is neat, if maybe uneven in execution. And just the characters and the story being so ridiculous. There were a few times where the acting or the... Uh, text made me like actually chuckle <laughs> while mm-hmm. playing this game so there's i think if you don't take it too seriously and decide okay i don't need to beat this i'll just tap out when i've had enough i, I think it's
1: there before we jump over to alex score joel were you using the left and right bumpers to aim or were you using the stylus i, I was actually
0: using the face buttons
1: okay the oh that's a, B, right that's Fy what you, you can because you can
2: use uh, the stylus also, and that yeah. i only use i didn't know you could use any other button oh, so I only use all
4: right oh there, uh, oh
0: there was also a little nub on the yeah. right hand side of the 3ds wait you I mean your 3ds
2: use... your new 3ds that i don't have
0: <laughs> correct you know it's, why a, it, because i want to play legend of zelda
2: you. uh link uh link to the past i can't
0: all right You're you're a part of my Nintendo Switch family. You've got access to that. No,
2: it doesn't work unless it's a new 3DS. now we feel bad for
1: you, but not that bad. All right, Alec, (laughs) what do you give it?
3: You know, I'm going to have to go with uh, a C. Largely because it wasn't my kind of game, I kept getting frustrated with the little bits that I could play with how the Overwatch mechanics and everything worked. But the story was good. The art was fun. And it was kind of entertaining. So, yeah. See.
2: All right. That's. Um, I. I also wanted to say that I don't generally like. I. I always. This is a genre I always want to be good at and like and have a good time with. And every time I'm beaten until submission, that I hate everything and and these games. I'm like, man, I'm going to buy that new XCOM. It's going to be great. And then I play it for like three hours and be like, I suck. And all it is is making me feel bad yeah. and making me, <laughs> just making me depressed. And this was like one of the first ones where I felt semi-capable and it gave me 20 hours of good times before it did the XCOM thing. So I'm
1: okay with it. All right. <laughs> so that's Codename Steam, another successful maybe homework in the books. If anybody wants to reach out to us, I'm sure that we have at least three copies that uh, people would be willing to <laughs> to give away. <laughs> I mean, mine's up, also,
2: mine's uh, up for grabs if anybody wants are, it. So. Uh,
1: you're up on the uh, next video game homework. That's what I hear, but again, I don't know what form that's going to take. We'll have to come back to it. I yielded mine last time, and I'm sincerely regretting not subjecting everybody to something so this time yeah yeah i have to get some revenge uh i think we're good with that that that's our only backlog game for the week although we are building our backlogs because we have a ton of game of the year stuff that that we're gonna be talking about soon but you'll have to keep an eye out for that separately it is december the year is ending but We'll transition over to one last thing for now. One last thing where we give you, the listeners, uh, something to think about going into your week and us to think about while we're going into the weekend. And I guess I'm Alex this week, so I get to go first. Notoriously, I never know what to say either. I usually wait to see what Joel is going to say and then regret all of my decisions. I... I played Kenna Bridge of Spirits, and I immediately added it to my Game of the Year list, so I think all of you should play it. I know that you won't, but go do it anyway.
3: What's it on?
1: Uh, PC or PlayStation. So, find a PC copy. We'll let Alex go next.
2: Getty keeps trying to get me to play of Bridge of Spirits. Uh, My game of the year list is set, and he keeps trying to make it chaotic and throw everything into upheaval. Considering that I completely forgot Backbone, then played and beat Backbone, and then had to redo my list again. Don't you
1: have, like, 15 games on your 10-game list?
2: I do. Don't make it 16, Getty. There you go. (laughs) Joel. I, uh... You guys
0: have already lapped us on the beat list game now, but I've got no way of catching up now. I, uh kelly bought some uh like murder mysteries in the box so we'll cool. be uh, working on those uh still into diamond painting of all things which is like this it's an old person thing like <laughs> it's literally <laughs> just like a picture on a sheet of flypaper and then you like it's almost like dot matrix like uh painting your pixel painting type stuff uh yeah sorry Showing my age between is that this and this like uh, simulator.
1: Married winter Midwest kind of thing. Like there's no nothing to do outside, so you just sit and grumpily paint a picture. <laughs> this is this what I have to look forward to? <laughs> you better believe
2: it. Oh,
0: totally uh, well, is. I'm 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 our canary in the coal mine. That's that's how it is, huh? Okay. Oh
1: God. All right. Yeah. All right, Alec, take us home strong.
3: Oh God, do I
1: have
3: yeah. to? Nah. <laughs> I, uh, I'm just keeping going on Final Fantasy. I've been grinding out some job levels, and I might do some more of that because it's a nice way to just spend five minutes. Just five minutes. I'm looking. F- yeah, just five minutes. Five minutes with Final Fantasy time. Five. Yep. Sounds like a
1: good Ooh. streaming segment.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Wait, five you minute can watch streams. Grind. Ooh. That.
0: That needs to be the next uh, competitor for, for Twitch. It's like the TikTok of uh, game streaming. Five-minute
3: streams, yeah.
4: Uh,
1: well, I guess that'll do it for another episode of Super GG Radio. Before we go, you can find us on Twitter, at GG Radio, and twitch.tv slash Radio, where we have a streaming schedule. This is the 1st time hearing about it uh mondays are usually dedicated to alex subjecting beth to playing games you got anything on the the docket for this week uh going to a way out and then
2: actually joel took uh, my next game which was going to be uh just the two of us
1: all right so keep an eye out for those uh tuesdays joel lost his keyblade will you continue your journey into just the two of us
0: or it takes two uh, it's actually it takes two uh, yes I, we're going to take a quick sabbatical on Kingdom Hearts 2 as much as we've been enjoying it actually uh, just because um, it's a good that's a good couples game so far I, I, I was talking to somebody about how like unpacking is a good couples date night game and I think it takes two might end up being that thing although Alex warned me that it has some very uh, dour tones yeah okay
2: but I was th- that's the one I was thinking about. I was like, oh, we're gonna play that after uh, a way out, and then it's like, oh crap, right. Joel's playing
1: it. <laughs> Maybe I'll. It. The,
0: you heard it here first. It is worse than a prison <laughs> escape.
1: <laughs> It'll be interesting to find out what happens. Uh, Wednesdays we have nothing currently. Thursdays, hey, that's today. That's that's podcast day. You can watch us if you want. Uh, Fridays. Nothing. Saturdays. I'm sure, we'll figure something out. Sundays. That's when Alec has his Final Fantasy
3: spree. You're gonna continue on that? I'm continuing. I just hope I beat five before six comes out. All right, because I... I might jump shit.
1: <laughs> I believe it. All right. So if you want to catch us, you know how to do it. Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, maybe Saturdays. Definitely Sundays. We're here for you listener. And if you'd like to reach us with questions or input, our email address wait, is... Jo- hey, wait, Getty, it, get, it, no. get it.
2: Make sure everybody checks out our website, SuperDoozyRadio.com, where we have two... We have a preview of Fashion Police Squad, and we also have a review of Getty... What was that? None of this is
1: in the show notes. Where are you getting this information? I know. I'm putting it up now. <laughs> uh, also,
2: a uh, review for One Step from Eden by... The host, Getty himself. This is true.
1: I wrote something. Maybe read it, but only if you feel like it.
2: And next week starts our Game of the Year list. Uh, Friends of the podcast from Damage Boost, Fred Radio, Gaming Fix. Uh, We have uh, Mary Kish from the Fire Escape cast. Janet Garcia from Kind of Funny. We have Trey from Nintendo Main. We got a lot of Game of the Year lists. Backstage Gaming. At this point, I'm going to end up doubling up because we have so many lists.
1: Do we have too many lists? It's never too many games. Do you think that we could make a list out of all of the lists of who gave the best game of the year list?
2: Well, considering that most of them aren't even game of the year lists. There's like a five-page one uh, from Alex from Gaming Fix that's just on the best animes of the year. (laughs) And I think Solid. Pat gave us the, be- the top five racing games of the year. So, all we right, go. well, we're
1: we're diversifying our portfolio. All right, we're good then. I can take us out. Yep, <laughs> take us all out. All right, next time maybe I'll do better. Probably won't though. No. If you'd fine. like to reach us with questions or input, our email address is mail at superggradio and provide a review on iTunes or the Red Dress Woman in a Road Hazard. In Matrix, cart of your choice. Thanks for listening. GG, Alex. GG, Getty. Good game, Joel. Good game. And GG, Alec? Yeah, GG. All right, that'll take us to good night, (laughs) everybody.